tested. Mother approved. I'm the kid Ruben. I'm the mom Dawn. What? I don't know. Because I was trying to think of something really cute to say. (laughs) Hello, everybody. That wasn't very cute. No, that was normal. Happy September. Can I say that? Yeah. Happy September. Wake me up when it ends. Am I right? Green day. That's like every September. I know, I like know Every that September, song. everyone's like, no, wake me up when it ends, am I right? That's like every May, everyone posts that dumb picture of Justin Timberlake with his hot ramen hair, or his, his noodle hair, his ramen hair. You know what I'm talking about? In the 90s, he had like, it was very crisp, blonde hair. And it oh, looks right, like right, a right, pack right. of ramen. It's like, it's gonna be May. It's like, yeah, we get it. It's very funny. It's not that funny. It's not that funny. But yeah. everyone thinks they're very original for the seventh thousandth year in a row so but you know who is funny who you thanks mom and if like, and if you've never listened to us we're kid tested mother approved we're a movie review podcast where we talk about movies and other stuff mostly movies <laughs> we try to stay with movies but sometimes we go off on other tangents um i, I like that like when i do that when i do the the spiel uh-huh. it's pretty much exact same thing every and then when you do it it's kind of like if you just let put a monkey behind the wheel of a car and it's just like yeah i guess it hit most of the targets <laughs> I, I was thinking like a little ping pong ball in a box blah, yeah. blah, 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 that's just what happens so either the themes are either given to us or we pick them and then ruben picks a movie for me i pick a movie for him mm-hmm. but oh jeez. Did I tweak out oh, your yeah, system? But that's so fine. sorry. I mean, whatever. Well, this was an important but. Did you really just laugh at that? <laughs> I did. Because <laughs> I teach little people, so that's funny. This <laughs> month is different because we're doing originals and remakes. Yes, and the formats are going to be changed a little bit. It's going to be a little fun. It's going to be a little bit less. More talky, I think, don't yes, you think? Yes, yes, yes. It's going to less, yeah, less here's the plot because with. This one is a little different because it's not the same plot, but with right, a lot of these of movies, them, it's going to be. Gonna the be same. And then this happened and this happened. Some are going to be way, like, I mean, we've kind of talked about the next three weeks because yes. I think it's, this one is a little bit more like we, we're, we're going to tell each other what's coming. It's this one. And then we've talked about next week. Yes. I'm doing a, a thing to show you what next week is. Right. I know that one. And then the one you after You said that. the next three weeks and I don't remember that one. I don't know what that is, but that's okay. Well, right. you can figure that out. I can figure that out later or I can talk to you offline. Yeah. It's a, no, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, okay, let's see. So, which would, one? Yeah. So, yeah. So, the movies we're talking about today are Ghostbusters. Yeah, I'm so excited. The this original. This is my favorite episode. I was going to say, this is all you, because I just don't know. I love the Ghostbusters. Kay. It's one of my favorite movies ever. I loved the cartoon series. The the real Ghostbusters? The, one, the That's what it was called. Yeah. Where, where, like, Egon was super blonde and, like... Yeah, 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 I like that one. You want to know a fun fact about that? No. Cartoon? Okay. Just kidding. <laughs> Go ahead. Tell me the fun fact. Uh... What's the guy who played Winston? What's his name? Ernie Hudson. I'm like, <laughs> wow, that was total dead air because I was like, uh, I forgot. He auditioned for Winston in the cartoon. Uh-huh. Did not get the part. That is funny. They chose somebody else. I think they chose Phil Lamar. Um, do, huh. do you want? You do know the big, and this loop has been on tons of things, but do you know the big loop connecting Ghostbusters and Garfield and all this? It's very, it's not like a, they're in the same universe, but it's like a fun thing. Okay, go ahead, because I have no idea. So, Bill Murray plays Peter Venkman. Yes. Okay. And in the cartoon, Peter Venkman is played by Lorenzo Music. Okay. And Lorenzo, yeah, you're dancing. Cause I'm dancing because his last name is Music. Lorenzo Music played the original voice of Garfield, the cat. Bill Murray. Yes, he did. Goes on to play Garfield the Cat. Which is a movie we really don't want to talk about. No, nah, that movie sucks. That, uh, <laughs> even Bill Murray knew that. <laughs> so, okay. So, Ghostbusters, the original. Yes. Ghostbusters, the original. And this is where you and I, too, we kind of disagree. I think that this is a near-perfect comedy. Oh, no, original. I agree. But I think it's amazing. I, see- I do, too. Oh, okay. You were like, it's okay. I mean, it's... it. So, yeah. Is it something that, oh, it's a rainy day, let me pop something on? It's for you, yes. For me, no. Ooh, I to just hit me, my mic. Fine. To me, it's one of the best comedies of all time. Okay, I, that least. one I think you're you're. I mean, no. the best. No. One of the best. I would say top five comedies of all time. Ghostbusters. No. What's be- What's funnier than Ghostbusters? Oh, so, I mean, you just said the top five comedies of all time. Yeah. Of all time. Okay. But but here's my thing though, right? I mean, you put me on the spots. So I can't think of That's other fine. ones, but but I just of thought all of time. One. Okay, and it it's the same vein. It's that vein. It's that rich or that it's like okay. It's a very specific. Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. 
Okay. It's that it's not comedy horror because Ghostbusters truly is not comedy horror. Like no, it 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 really is on the edge of the line. It's almost a little bit like it doesn't know. Like, do we want to be scary? Because in both films, I'm going to jump mm, real quick. That's fine. Both fil- that first scene is a little bit woo, but that's it. <sighs> okay. So let's. It hurts me to say this. Okay. I legitimately prefer the opening scene of the remake. Me too. More than like, I get it. I get the like. It has more to it. It has way more to it than the than the opening scene of the first one. But I love the little librarian. Yeah. Oh, she's great. And then the ghost, the little ghost librarian. Shh. But what I like too is that ghost, but the official quote unquote name of it, of the remake is Ghostbusters answer the call. So when we jump back, we'll say Ghostbusters and then answer the call. So if you're like, why does it keep saying answer the call? Yeah, because you kept saying that to me and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. That's the quote unquote official name is Ghostbusters answer the call. Or we could just call it the girls, the girl Ghostbusters. No, I mean, I don't know. I feel like that's, it's 2018. I don't know if you could just say the girl Ghostbusters. That seems weird. We'll just call it answer the call. Okay. We'll call it answer the call or we could call it the 2016 Ghostbusters. Answer the call is way easier. Okay. We'll just do that. I did want to, can I just jump in? If you haven't seen these, you're not going to know what we're talking about. So I think you should get them. They're, go, um, go watch the original Ghostbusters. The original Ghostbusters right now on Amazon Prime is free. Yeah, they just took it off Netflix. I'm so mad. Oh, well, it was free. And it was t- the Ghostbusters Answers the Call. Answer the Call. Answer the Call. 2016 Ghostbusters. 2016 Ghostbusters is two ninety nine. See, here's the reason that I'm like, you can't call it the girl one. Right. Because I feel like that was its downfall. Is that everyone made a big deal that it was the quote unquote girl Ghostbusters, right? And that's what caused all the problems with it. Uh, but, I don't no, no, think no. that's what caused the problems. Here's what I mean, though. Okay. When this movie came out, it was a huge thing of like months if, and months but, and months. What I mean, sorry, is that if you didn't like it, you hated women, and mm-hmm. if you loved it, you hated Ghostbusters. Like you weren't allowed to have this in between of I thought it was fine. It was this really horribly divisive like culture thing that was going on at the time it was because oh it's they're just trying to to make girls and blah 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 and and that's not what it was i the cast is fine like it like if it was targeted if it was designed differently and maybe marketed a little different Mm -hmm. i don't think i would have had such a problem with it but it really was so divisive with just like the fandom of like it was just kind of gross of just like these hardcore, like overly hardcore protective fans of Ghostbusters that were like, mm-hmm. if this girl one comes out, the original Ghostbusters doesn't exist anymore. It, it literally, every copy explodes. You know what I mean? It's like that. But that's what, with all these remakes, people are so afraid of this. Like, it, if this one's bad, that means that they're going to come in and they're going to personally smash my copy of Ghostbusters <laughs> so I can't watch it anymore. Like, no, it still exists and you can still enjoy it. And. Ghostbusters Answer the Call was not made for me. It was not made for you. It was made for, in my opinion, little girls my age, or that were my age when I saw the first Ghostbusters. When I saw it and went, these guys are cool. I want want this. I Mm -hmm. I love Ghostbusters. And to me, what warms my heart is when I go to a convention and I see little girls dressed as Ghostbusters. So cute. Because, like, people are always like, well, there's tons of female characters that, you know, girls come up to you. You're not going to see a kid dressed as Ellen Ripley. Ellen Ripley is by far way cooler from Alien. Okay, I was like... Sigourney Weaver and Alien. Way cooler than a lot of, like, male characters. Ellen Ripley, way cooler than Marty McFly. Yeah. You're not going to show a kid Alien. No. Like, Ghostbuster is safe enough... It's fun. It's something that a kid can go, wow, a girl just did a really cool action scene. Absolutely. And when you're talking about that, great point. Because you either have nothing, like Ellen Ripley, which little kids should not see. Or you're going to get little female characters in very low cut, very high outfits. Which, please don't put your little girl in that. That's not a role model. Although, there's my favorite favorite cosplay. I've seen it for like three years in a row. At Silicon Valley Comic Con. Okay. It's a dicey way to word this. Okay. It is the predator. Okay. Predator. Okay. It's a little girl. Oh, how cute. But it's a it's a fully fledged predator costume. Uh huh. But it's a little girl it's in there. It's a little girl. Can you she, see her? Oh, she takes the mask off and gets this little cute girl face. Oh, good for her. It's not you know, like it's so funny. And she's got like Barney's severed head. 
Like, but it's it's like cute, and she's just like like one time I started just sitting there like drinking a juice box. <laughs> My friend Taylor and I could have this joke. It's very hard to explain that costume, right? Because they're a child predator. Oh, and then it's like there's... it's a it's a kid predator. Nope, that one doesn't do much better. Right, a predator who is a child. That that. Not... Yeah. No, a predator costume, and inside the predator costume is a cutie pie little girl. Yes. But that's like 42 sentences. Yeah. You just had to do it. So Ghostbusters. So yes. to me, Ghostbusters, the original Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. it is perfect in almost every way. It, all the characters are great. All the characters have a heart. They're all two-dimensional. There's not, there is not one character in this movie that is a one-note character that has more than one line. There's like the cop. You know what I mean? There's like some characters that are just like whatever. Every character that has more than one line has depth. I absolutely agree. Even the mayor. Which, although I like the mayor in Ghostbusters... Answer the call. Is answer it the call. Andy Garcia? It is. So real quick, let's just do a very quick synopsis of Sure. Both. This is totally and, your thing. I don't know. Yeah, that's fine. So Ghostbusters 84. Okay. It's, is that what year it came out? I think so. Oh, I didn't see it till it was on video. <laughs> so I think that was probably... It was in... Oklahoma, so that was probably 85 or even 86. Yeah. Remember when movies took forever to come out on video? And yeah. And now it's like two weeks later, they're out? Or a couple months at yeah. least, yeah. But I do remember it was, it's like six months or a year sometimes, and they'd hold them. Okay, go So ahead. Ghostbusters 84, real yes. quick synopsis. Well, that's fine. Egon, played by Harold Ramis. Who's passed away. Oh, man, which is such a bummer. But we'll talk about this, because I had an idea. Okay. So, Harold Ramis, Dan Aykroyd, yes. who we need to clarify. Ghostbusters is Dan Aykroyd's baby. Like, he, like, this was, he put so much blood, sweat, and tears into this project and this idea. It was originally written as a vehicle for him and John Belushi. John Belushi then passed away, so the character of Peter Venkman ended up going to Bill Murray. But even before, it was like, the four of them, it was like two space futuristic ghost hunters. It was... Dan Aykroyd just wanted to see this idea come to, like, the screen. So mm-hmm. he allowed any, like, ideas anyone had. Where it was like, well, what if it's modern times? He's like, great, cool, let's just... I don't care. I, this, I, we want to do this. I, this is something I love. He was very willing to work with people, and that's what's enjoyable. Um, this movie has so much heart. It really does. It, there's so much heart, and it doesn't... It, even though it is very improvised, it does not feel improvised. No. All of these lines feel like they belong exactly where they were said which cannot be said about Answer the Call. It just... Oof. Okay, so so Venkman, which is... Bill, whoa, wait, what's up? I was just going to say, there's something I want to talk about for Answer the Call, so remind me when we get to it. Okay, so Venkman, Bill Murray... Yes. Dan Aykroyd, yes. Stance, and Spangler, which is Harold Ramis. Yes. They all get this call about this ghost in a library, then they go try and catch it, it doesn't really work, blah, 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 blah. Then they get kicked out of their school, then they buy this firehouse... And they become like this kind of like ghost investigating team. They yes. hire they hire Janine, who is Annie Potts. Love her. She's great. Love her in everything I've ever seen. Uh, then they, you know, we start to get more and more and more. They get a job. They get we get introduced to Slimer, whose name is not said in this movie. They never once say Slimer. He was not given the name Slimer until the animated series. And in this movie, and in Answer the Call. He's not... Okay, in the cartoon series, he's really super cute and sweet, and he's like their I'm friend. I'm pretty sure he's Frank Welker. I have no idea. Did we talk about... I feel like we just talked about that. Maybe it was off of the thing. Anyway. I th- I'm pretty sure that's Frank Welker. Okay. But he's super cute and friendly in the cartoon, and he's... Okay, he's fine in the first one, and in Answer the Call, he's just weird. He, I don't like how he visually looks in Answer the Call. No, I don't either. He look. I mean, because he's all CGI... But he just looks weird. Like, does he doesn't look, look it doesn't look like And he Slimer. has a wife. <laughs> Slimet. Or whatever, or a girlfriend or whatever she is, but that's weird too. Um, okay, sorry, we, we won't so jump they, anymore. They try the, you know, essentially they're trying the proton packs out, they catch Slimer, they do the whole thing, then it's picking up and picking up, and we kind of have this side plot where we've been introduced to this character, Dana Barrett, mm-hmm. who is played by Sigourney Weaver. Mm-hmm. And she is so cool. And she's like, just, she's the coolest. Mm-hmm. And she has her neighbor, Louis Tully, who is a doofy little moron, played mm-hmm. by Rick Moranis. Love him in this film. He's so good. At, like, he's good in everything. Like, I'm really having a hard time in my brain right now thinking a movie that Rick Moranis is in that I'm like, hmm, maybe not. Like, 
I feel like he picked his roles pretty well. Like, I'm trying to think of something where I well, don't like him. I was going to say, he did all the Honey, I Shrunk, the Blah Blah movies. He's and those were really cute. Seymour in Little Shop of okay. Horrors. I didn't like that film, but he you was like cute. I don't. I love that movie. Okay. It's Frank Austin. And he was a... Uh, Barney Rubble. Yes. And I always forget the name of it. The, the Brothers. Bob Dude. and Doug McKenzie. Yes. He's Dark Helmet in Spaceballs. Yes. Like, he He's... We could do a Constantly. whole episode on him. Oh, I would love a Rick Moranis episode. We will do that sometime. But so, there's this whole subplot where her apartment's getting weird mm-hmm. and something's going on. Eventually, she gets taken over by the gatekeeper. Wait, but I love the eggs. The whole egg scene where they're all poof, pss, frying okay. on the counter. And you, you caught the little reference as that's happening, right? No. There's a bag of marshmallows. Oh, I did, where they kind of took the it's shot to it. next to the eggs. Yeah. The Stay puff marshmallows just sitting next to the so eggs. So it's kind of like... Fun foreshadowing. I, that's the word I was thinking of, mm-hmm. foreshadowing. Because it kind of like... The, that character, the rumor is supposedly that's supposed to be the Michelin Man. Like originally mm. in the script, it's like, it's the Michelin Man. And Michelin was like, no, it's not. <laughs> right. Mm, no. You can't um, make our little cute tire boy a bad guy. But I, I mean, like... A tire boy exploding isn't as fun as a giant marshmallow. No, that was good. You know what I mean? Like, it's much more fun that it's a big marshmallow. Um, so then, yeah, the Ghostbusters save the day. They fight Gozer the Gozerian, which is such a fun villain. I love Gozer. Because uh, Gozer chooses... They say... Choo- Gozer says, choose a form of the Destructor. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what does that mean? And then Gozer kind of explains that you... Whatever you think of, that will be what destroys you. That will be what ends the world. Which is a really cool concept for a bad guy like mm-hmm. any kind of hint of it throughout the movie with like the the terror dogs i don't even know what you would call them but they're it's kind of fun it was a good i liked I'm it kind of into it like i like the idea and then they say clear your heads <laughs> and i mean instantly a form has been chosen and then like, bill murray's like i didn't think of anything did you think of anything did you think of anything and then dan Aykroyd's like i'm sorry yeah he kind of like takes a step back with big eyes mm-hmm and he thinks of the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, who is now the size of a skyscraper. But he's such a fun character. You know what I mean? It's such a goofy, dumb character, but it's so much fun that, of course, it's a giant marshmallow man. Of course. Because it just, it really keeps the, con like, it really keeps the fun, but kind of weird spookiness of the movie. Absolutely. Like, it's very fun. It's enjoyable. Um, there was a Ghostbusters The Game that was essentially, like, Dan Aykroyd said, it's the third movie. And it actually came out before Harold Ramis passed away. All three came back and did voice acting, mocap. Dan Aykroyd's like, yeah, it's, it's number three. Everyone except for Rick Moranis all mm. came back. Just like Francis Gall. Everyone except Rick Moranis came back. Even the guy who played Walter Peck. Wow. Came back because they wanted Walter Peck to be back in it and blah, 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 blah. And in it, for some reason, something's happening where all these ghosts are re- returning and you have to fight these old ghosts. Uh-huh. You have to run around the streets of New York and fight the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. But it's really fun to be not up top a building, right. but to get the real scale of it as you're running around and you just see this giant foot come down. So cool. Yeah. Um, but I love, I mean, I, Ghostbusters is very iconic. If you've never seen it, I'm, I'm shocked. Like it's, it's, it's to me, it's the, one of the best Bill Murray movies. Harold Ramis is amazing. Dan Aykroyd is amazing. Ernie Hudson's like, like no one in this movie is bad. No. I, th- I agree. Like, no one in this movie's like, right. Even Walter Peck. You love to hate Walter Peck. Exactly. Like, it, it's... The characters in this movie are so well done. And they're so enjoyable. And the sequel is not great. Like, Ghostbusters 2, not good. Oh, I don't think I've ever seen it. <sighs> so I don't need to. They, they like... I vaguely remember it. They is like, everybody in it? Yeah, and they, like... So, eventually... So, it starts with the Ghostbusters not being defunct. But they, they don't really matter to people anymore. Okay. And, like, Ray and Winston are doing, like, a kid's birthday party. And the kid's like, we want the Ninja Turtles! And they're like, the Ninja Turtles aren't even real. We're real. And, like, it's actually them. They're dancing to their own theme song or whatever. And, like, Peter Venkman has, like, a talk show where he, like, messes with people who are like, I can see the future. And he's like, yeah, I'm sure you can. So, he's, I mean, mm-hmm. it, and then they have to regroup or whatever. And I believe that they move the Statue of Liberty. Like, they make it walk around. Hmm. Yeah. Not great. Not, Not great. a great movie. But the original, I mean, that's the thing is people are like, why didn't we get a third? And it's like, because the second one is trash. <laughs> like, Yeah. They don't, if your first one or even second one is stinky, that usually that's, that's the end of it. I mean, there, there've been rumors of a third for 
literally up until Harold Ramis died, mm-hmm. there was rumors of a third. Mm. A third, a third, a third, a third. And then when Harold Ramis passed away, Ivan Reitman said, we're not doing a third. We can't. Mm-hmm. We can't do one without Egon. Right. And something I love, too, though, about this movie that isn't an answer the call. Okay. There's not an animosity between the characters. No. But there's like a... Like, Vankman just makes fun of Egon all the time. But it's not, like, mean. It's like a brotherhood is what it reminded me of. Of just good friends it that could so give each other... backstory. Right. When he goes, I'm Dr. Vankman, this is Dr. Stance, and this is Egon. And Egon is like, our, even though we don't know, just based on how we view them, Egon is probably the smartest of the three of them. Definitely. And he's probably a doctor for him to just call him Egon. Right. Like... Um, okay, so now let's talk about Answer the Call. Okay. So Answer the Call has... Melissa McCarthy, McCarthy, and Chris Leslie Jones, and Kristen Wiig, and Kate McKinnon. Okay, and a bunch of other random people. Right. Well, and what's nice is Dan Aykroyd is in it for a minute. Bill Murray is in it for a minute. Ernie Hudson is in it for a minute. Sigourney Weaver. I was like, wait a minute, did I miss her? I thought I had to go back and watch it again. She's in it right at the end. Mm-hmm. And Annie Potts is in it. Annie Potts, who I love. And she it, says, what do you want? Like, exactly. What do you want? Um, and then there's a bust of Harold Ramis right at the beginning. Yeah, and you told me that and I missed it. Yeah. And then also, it has Thor in it. Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth, yeah. Hemsworth. Oh, sorry. Yeah. And it's basically not good. No, it, it it's not the same plot. No. Which is fine. It We're, tries to be, but the problem is the writing is terrible. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the first scene is amazing at the, the hotel. Great. Or is it a hotel? No, or a it, museum it, it's or like, something? It's like the Winchester Mystery House. Got it. That's a great scene. Mm-hmm. The rest of it, it's just the writing is so poor. I could have written a better script than that, and I'm not a writer. Yeah, it, it, it just... It doesn't have any heart. Nope. It doesn't have any, like... Like, earlier we were talking, and I said, like, just name any iconic line from Ghostbusters. Right. And it's easy. It's like, oh, uh, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Who are you going to call? Blah, blah, blah. Like, all that kind of stuff. This one's, or that's a big Twinkie. Like, right. the Stape of Marshmallow Man bit. It's like, name any rememberable line from the remake. And it's Nothing. Like, well, the, the wonton thing was kind of funny, I guess. Like, no, it, it wasn't. It's like, why is that funny? Yeah. Like, like, this movie tried so hard to make jokes about things that aren't jokes. Right. Oh, she didn't get enough wontons. Oh, Who cares? Now she got too many wontons. And then she's Wont, upset. Wont. <laughs> yes. I'd be like, thank you. Yeah. yeah it, and she was. She was upset that she got too many. There is a wonton to soup ratio. Hello, you just funny. got more food. Say thank you. Yeah, it's not funny. It's not. And it's, I have to say, it's not the fault of the actors. No. I thought. The actors do fine. I thought the actors were all really good. I just thought that. If you're an actor, you have to say what you're given, and they were given garbage. Well, apparently a lot of this was improvised, too. Oh, uh, it wasn't good. No. It wasn't smooth. No, it, just... it wasn't. No. Now, let's just really quick. Kristen yeah. Wiig's character is Bill Murray's character. Eh. eh. I mean, that that's the parallel they're going. Okay. She's Bill Murray's character, because okay. she's like, I don't really want to be involved in this, but I'm going to be involved with this. But they, she cares too much. Right. Bill Murray's kind of apathetic. Bill Murray was only cared because Sigourney Weaver's hot. <laughs> yes. I mean, and, well, and she was after her assistant, but I just felt a little creeped out. Yeah, that's the problem, is Chris Hemsworth is three different characters shoved into one, and it doesn't work. No. He's Dana, he's Lewis, he's Janine. Right. The focus, I don't think there is a single scene in this movie, and I'd love to be wrong, that doesn't feature one of the four of them, with the exception of watching the bad guy. Right. I, th- what made the original Ghostbusters so good is there's a couple scenes, there's not even a Ghostbuster in it. Right. Like, you think of that original, the opening scene of the remake is so good, because there's no Ghostbusters in it. Is, it just, it, cl- you know, sets this really cool motion and idea. Right. I loved it, and then it just went... <clears throat> yeah, and... Uh, I mean, there's some funny... Like, there really are some funny bits. Um, I can't stand Kate McCarthy. Kate McKinnon's character of Holtzman. I can't stand her. She just feels like they were like, okay, make an improv joke. And it's never funny. It's no. just like... And she's a little twitchy. She's weird. She's supposed to be Egon, but she's like... Yeah, I don't know why she twitches. Egon is smart. 
Right. And she, she just seems like she seems cuckoo. dumb. Yeah, she seems crazy. Yeah, a little quirky and she twitches a lot. Uh although the scene at the end when they're getting all the 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 ghosts and she like, "Oh, my toys." And she like slaps the sides of her proton pack and the two guns come out and she's like licks one. It's Kay. so funny. But why did she lick it? Cuz she's weird. Okay. Which is funny cuz I hate how weird her character is, but she did that. I was like, "Okay, it's it, just yeah. It's so cuz then she like uses her guns like whips. It's really cool. That is a really cool sequence. That was one of the, the few. The whole movie should have felt cool like that. It should have right. been fun. We didn't need to see... The Ghostbusters testing out the proton packs worked so well in the first one because they're trying it out on the job. Right. Well, Melissa McCarthy gets shot around an alleyway. It's, like, not funny. No. Like, there's no stakes in that. Right. We Yeah, I just... I didn't care. There was a lot of it that I'm like, okay, can I hit fast forward? But I couldn't because we were watching it for this. But um, I think the biggest thing is... The directing and the writing. Are terrible. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. But can I say one thing about a character I really did like? Yeah. Because he creeped me out. I liked Rowan. Rowan is great. He's exactly the creepy creep we needed. Rowan was perfect for a bad guy in Ghostbusters. Yeah, he was exactly what we needed. He was perfect. He was what we needed. He was a little weird. He was a little creepy. When he killed himself, it was like, what's going on? But it totally, like, there are beats in this movie that tried to kind of mirror the original. Right. When Rowan kills himself, it kind of mirrors when they're when the originals are going up against Gozer. Yes. And they're like, we did it. We neutralized her. Like, when they're on the... And then it, the real problems start happening. Right. I liked... Like, okay. I, I, I liked the idea... Like, anything with Rowan was interesting to me. Right. I really, really enjoyed Rowan because he felt like a Ghostbusters villain. Exactly. Like, he felt exactly the kind of villain that the Ghostbusters need to go against. Right. I really hated Chris Helmsworth's character. I, He's so dumb. But I don't even know why they had to do that. So here's the whole thing that people are like, well, there's plenty of movies where, like, the girl is stupid and the big, strong man rescues her. And it's like, yeah, but Ghostbusters isn't one of them. Right. Dana, was, Dana yeah. isn't stupid. Janine isn't stupid. Like... Why did that... And even Rick Moranis' character isn't stupid because he's an accountant. He's just cute and lovable and you want to pat his little head and give him... In a good way. I was going to say... He's a goof. He's he's a goof. He has no social etiquette. No. I mean, he doesn't mean to be, but he's just kind of a little nerdy goof. Yeah. And and this this movie does not do the whole Gozer the Gozerian with Zool. No. Which is fine. It really didn't need to. I was glad that it didn't. Yeah. It didn't need to try that because it would have had three different characters, one guy being, you know what I mean? Like, right. he's he's all three of those characters. He can't. But I do, and so their Stay puff Marshmallow was kind of funny. I thought it was funny when it smushed their faces. Yeah. That was funny. It was a fun nod, too. Yeah. That, it, okay, the Stay puff Marshmallow Man is a big balloon. Right. Like, because they have this, like, that sequence at the end where Rowan kind of changes New York and does all this, that, that was fun. I thought it I was I really good. didn't mind that. And then that, it looked like a giant ice cream cone guy. What? It was like a, it looked like an ice cream cone. It was like a ghost, and they're like, "Oh, it's a cute little ghost." But it was like it to me it looked like a soft serve ice cream. Oh, in the, in the parade. Like, no, it was at the end. It's a cute little ghost. It wasn't a little ghost, but he was like walking. So it was after the Stay Puft Marshmallow. Then there was this other ghost. Mm-hmm. It looked like Dan Aykroyd to me. Yeah, that's fair. I was like, well, I know he was a producer in it, mm-hmm. right? And he's in it. And he's in it. Well, yeah, because he says, I inferred no ghosts. He's a taxi yeah, he, cab he, driver. Ugh. Okay. We've got to talk about this. Let's talk. They, I feel like I'm talking so much this episode. No, but on. this is your yeah, stuff. Yeah. I don't know a whole lot about this stuff. They, te- this movie feels super sloppy to me. Okay. Feels like it's not tight at all. It's one nope. of the loosest movies ever. It just feels so loose, which is not good. Right. They make so many references to like that the original Ghostbusters might have happened. Like the, the mayor's assistant says, oh, you think this is the first time, blah, 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 like we've had to cover oh. something up? And it's like, if you're going to imply that the original Ghostbusters happened, right? let them exist. Right. Like, let this be number three. I really wouldn't mind if this was number three and you made it a one cohesive story. Yeah, Don't... you'd have to change it all, though. But would you? Because yes. here's the thing. Okay. Have it be the same thing. Okay. Okay. Have the mayor be like, oh yeah, there was another team of Ghostbusters, but we've hid them from existence. Martin Hess, Bill Murray's character, that's Peter Venkman. When he goes and visits them, and Bill's like, oh, I'm going to debunk you. 
he gets into the whole spiel about the original. He tells them about the original Ghostbusters, why he doesn't believe anymore, because Egon died and didn't come back. That's all you have to say. What drove the Ghostbusters apart is that Egon died and didn't come back. Perfect. Because with the animosity that happens, not real animosity, but just like how much Bill Murray picks on Egon. Right. It would have been perfect to be like, come on, Egon. Like, come on, come back, buddy. Come back, come back. And then it's like, maybe I'll, maybe I just went crazy. Maybe none of this happened. Maybe so none that of this is been, real. That, that would have been a great film. Because even if you have Ernie Hudson showing up at the end as the uncle, you can just say that's Winston. Because right. he shows up to the firehouse. And right. he could be like, not this again. Right. Like, it's like, oh, that's fun. When Dan Aykroyd is driving the taxi and he literally pulls up and goes, oh, this, this is just a bunch of t- class five roaming vapors. It's like, you're just Ray. You're right. just Ray. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Yeah, you're just Ray. Just say that you're Ray. Like, she can even recognize that you're Ray. And or, you're like, or you don't even need to say it. Just have your little taxi cab driver thing and just put the name yeah. as Ray. Yeah, or even just have it say Stance as, like, an even bigger, like, look. And maybe one of them suits up. Right. Maybe just Bill Murray suits up. Because they, they do this whole thing with Bill Murray where he, like, shows up and then he gets taken away by a ghost it gets like thrown out a window and then that's it. We don't even ever I know. I was like, well, where did he go? Ever again. Is he dead? Is he alive? I don't know. We just never reference him ever again. But we didn't touch him. Yeah. It's uh, like that's weird. It, yeah. Something that this that answer the call does do better Kay. than the original. I like that it brings back two of the ghosts from earlier in the movie. It brings back the rock and roll ghost, the demon. The mm. one that they think is like a demon. Mm-hmm. And then it brings back the uh the lady from the from the manor yes i like that it's fun it makes the world feel real because they they're even all like not you again i like that because right. i kind of wish that in the original at some point the uh the librarian did come back right you mean that would that would have been fun yeah like to just have her come back and like have a whole scene with that of like uh-oh i mean slimer comes back but that's like mm. it's he's not cute Oh, he's gross, and I love it. Well, and the difference, too, in the original, the slime is there. But, like, in... The remake. The, I think it's called the remake. The remake. It's like a hose of slime. It's like... Yeah, it, which is like the ghost and vomits super, on her. Yeah, and it's a little... It's like, not even just like... Bleh, where in the first one, it seemed a little bit more tasteful in a slimed, gross way. it's funny. Yeah, and this is just like... Yeah, it's like, okay... Oh, and then Holtzman's, Holtzman's eating chips. Isn't that funny? There's so many things in this movie that I feel like they thought were jokes that right. aren't jokes. You're just like, okay, what's the She's point? She's like, you're eating chips right now? She's like, yeah, they're tasty parabolas. And it's like, okay. Yeah, why? Why is that funny? That's right, not and funny. And why did we even need to? I, I was kind of thinking it was going to come back, but it didn't. Nothing comes back. No. Except those two ghosts. Right. Nothing. What was with that Ozzy Osbourne cameo? I think it was just... Like, it didn't make any sense. They no. made the whole thing is that they're at OzFest, which is not what OzFest is. OzFest right. is not an indoor venue. Love to be wrong. But I don't believe OzFest is an indoor venue. It's okay. a festival. Ozzy Osbourne's just there with some weird line about, like, oh, Sharon! Uh, yeah. He's yelling Sharon like he's on the Osbournes from the early 2000s again. Right. People don't... Like, that's not relevant. No. Be like, oh, I'm having flashbacks. It's like, okay. That wasn't funny. No. No. Like, it, all of the side characters in Answer the Call mm-hmm. fall flat. Yep. The, Nobody the guy, cares. The guy who kicks them out of the, uh, the Institute. Universe. Yeah. Don't care. Literally irrelevant. Yep. Doesn't matter. It's like, oh, he flips them off. Isn't that funny? Oh, he does it like six different times. Isn't that funny? Nope. No. And they're just kind of like, this is unnecessary and unprofessional. And it's like, yeah, and you're, you're still sitting here making us watch this. Right. Like, <laughs> and you're still going. Yeah. Not good. Leslie Jones has more of a reason to be there than Winston. A hundred percent. I like Win- her. I like that Winston is just like, I just want a job. Right. And that's kind of a fun thing, like especially for New York. But I really like that Leslie Jones actually brings something to the team. Yes. You know what I mean? She actually brings like, she is like, she knows New York. She knows the history of New York. She even at the end, she's the one that suggests like the protonic reversal. And it kind of is a cool character arc for her. To yes. be like, look, I, I am just like these scientists. Like, I won't. Cool. I loved it. I did think it was funny that this is such a thing for a Ghostbusters nerd like myself. Total protonic reversal. Totally is what solves the problem in both movies. Uh, except in Answer the Call, they don't say ever a very specific line that, you need, to me, you need to reference with Ghostbusters. Don't cross the streams. 
Right. They never talk about it. Of all the other crap you shoved into this movie, you can't, you can't say don't cross the streams. Right. Like that. And I felt like it was, I don't know. It was weird that like when they're just like defeating ghosts, they're mm-hmm. just like throwing them around and then like they're like half there on the floor. And it's like the originals would just trap them all. You know right. what I mean? They would just trap, 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 And then trap. carry them. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's fun. Right. But like it almost didn't make sense. Like these ones they are like, and they don't even have a containment unit. No. Which is a big, dumb nerd thing for me, because it's like, they don't even have a containment unit. What are they doing with them? Exactly. They just have, like, three... To our knowledge, they have maybe... They have zero ghosts. They have absolutely no ghosts. They are not in possession of a single ghost, if you really think about it. Why? Because they have them in the little trappies. No. The only one that they had trapped got away. Oh, that's right. And then they got sucked into ghost world. There you go. So they have no ghosts. It's just implied that the Ghostbusters 84 have tons because of that fun montage of them blowing up and becoming popular. Yes. Answer the Call doesn't really do that. No. They're never, like, cool or popular. They're like, oh, we're going to hide you. And it's like, okay, but, like, I hate them because the public hates them. Like, you know, it's like, I don't have a reason to like these characters. No. Nope. I don't. I didn't. I was really disappointed. And I watched it first, Mm -hmm. although I had seen the 84 Ghostbusters a couple of times. So, I know that I said, okay, here's how you'd make it number three. Here's also what I would do. Chris Hemsworth, okay. you're out. And you're, and the new character we get, we're only he's only going to be the new Janine. I still think there should have been a, a Lewis and a Dana, or but obviously flip them, mm-hmm. because that would have been fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, there should have been a Lewis and a Dana, and then a new Janine. And in my opinion, like if it's really is going to be three, and we're going to have Venkman, and we're going to have all these like connection, mm-hmm. number three, or the new Janine, is going to be Oliver the baby from the second one. And he's going to be all grown up, but they just call him, like, Ollie or something the whole movie. Like, he never says who he is. I like that. I, but but let's, can we bring the Helmsworth back but make him smart? He's Dana. He's, he's, he's the new it. Dana. Okay, that would make sense. So he's the one that... The, he's, he's the... Well, it'd be key ma- he'd be the key master, but he's the gatekeeper if it's the original. Okay. Um, I'm going to show you, her name is Kate Micucci. She's a comedian. She's the current Velma on the, she's current animated Velma. She would be Lewis Tully, um, if they flipped it. But so have baby Oliver, well, he's not a baby anymore, be the new secretary. Love that. You don't say a word about it. Not a word. You just call him Ollie or whatever. Or Oliver. You could do Oliver. Have it be Daniel Radcliffe because Daniel Radcliffe, or somebody that age. Daniel Radcliffe is about that age. That would be perfect. I like him, but I do Um, like him. But he'd have to do an American accent. Which he does. At the very end, you hear, Ollie, Ollie, Ollie. And like he's like, Mom? And it's Sigourney Weaver. That would be cool. Like of like, And they're like, wait, that's Dana Barrett. Right. That's your mom? And he's like, yeah. Like, why is that a big deal? <laughs> like That would have been cool. Because he doesn't know because he's a baby. Right, exactly. He didn't know all that other um, stuff. So, No, that sounds... See, I would have much rather watched that than what we had to watch. And I hadn't seen it, so I was kind of... Almost oh, definitely. Yeah, I Kate like... Kate should could absolutely be, like, like girl Lewis. Like, I love her. She's I've, great. She's, she's so She's really quirky and funny and really cute. And she would have been good at the, like, oh, I locked my keys inside. 42 times. Like, how many times? Three. Four, three? Only three? Mm-hmm. It was really funny. It, but it keeps building. It's, it, like, the first time is he's doing the workout and then he locks his keys. The second time is... It's such a good moment because there's no words said, but you know exactly what happens. Bill Murray leaves Dana's apartment... Lewis comes out because he thinks Dana's coming out. Mm-hmm. He quickly realizes it's not Dana, tries to go back in, the door is locked, and, he, and he's like trying to get, and then he just awkwardly stands there and looks at the floor as Bill Murray walks by. Love it. And the third one, he's having the party, and he locks <laughs> himself out. Yeah. And he's like, come on, guys. So, so okay. good. Yes. If instead of doing this whole new character remake thing, mm-hmm. they just went straight remake. Okay. But they were like, hey, maybe we can switch up the genders of some characters. Okay. Like, maybe maybe Venkman doesn't have to be a guy. Maybe Ray doesn't have to be... Like, you know what I mean? There's, right, just mix them. Okay, who is 2016 Peter Venkman, in, in your opinion? 2016? That's when this one came out. Oh, well, let's do 2018. Okay. Just, can we do that? Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Do you have any ideas? Because you should well, probably go with your so ideas when first. They, so when they... Justin th- Long, because I love him. He's too... No, he would be Egon. He's, oh yes, he'd he would. be Egon, he, or he could be Dan Aykroyd's character. Uh, Jay Baruchel would be Egon. Yes, he would. 
Oh, but now here's the thing. Okay, but they look alike. I always get those two mixed up. Um, so, uh, LACMA, it's a museum in, it's an art museum in Los Angeles. Okay. Jason Reitman, the son of Ivan, Ivan Reitman, Reitman, used to do these things called live reads. Well, okay. I'm, they were called like LACMA live reads or whatever. He would take a famous script. He would not announce the cast okay. until that night. There was no video recording, no pictures, no audio recording, nothing. Surprise, he did Ghostbusters. He had Jack Black read Ray. So Jack Black was Dan Aykroyd. No. I don't mind it. I do. Seth Rogen was Peter Venkman. No. I don't mind that. That actually works to me. Like, with a modern... No. I think, like, Green Hornet, like... Right. I would switch those two. Okay. Rain Wilson, Dwight from The Office, was Egon. Okay. I don't... Yeah. I'm okay with that. Uh, I don't remember who else. I think Kristen Bell was Dana. Yeah, it I'm works. Kind of, yeah, it works. Um, I, th- I I like I like that girl that you picked. Oh no, Dana, Dana Sigourney Weaver. Uh, mm-hmm. that's fine. I could think of a couple of other people. Who's the lady in from the Quiet Room? The Quiet A Quiet Place. You got that one. Emily Blunt. Yeah, she should be Dana. Okay, now wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, so hold on. So oh, I just changed it. What? Okay, so she's Dana. Okay. Her husband is Bill Murray's character. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind that. Because he, he could totally play that, like, little bit schmarmy. Yeah. Like, okay, it is a little creepy now. Bill Murray is a little creepy now. Not Bill Murray the person, but right. Peter Venkman's a little creepy now. A little creepy, but, but not love, too bad. I love that opening scene. But Kristen Wiig is creepier to me. Uh, yeah, because she's, she's like, like... hold my hand. A yeah, she's like, and they're all looking at her like, what's wrong with you? Okay, I love, though, and they totally ruined this, Melissa McCarthy... Does not find him attractive at all. No, okay? he's just a person. At the end of the movie, she calls him like, like, give us back our cute secretary or something. And I'm like, no, no, no! You just ruined the whole setup of her being like, why is he attractive? That's funny. You, you she cannot say any positive thing about him. Right. Do you know what else I love about this movie that which isn't much? I love that Melissa McCarthy actually plays an intelligent woman. Not slapsticky that much. Yeah, she's not, not not frumpy, not making fun of her weight. She actually, she plays an intelligent woman, and I I liked she can play that. I mean, for the longest time, several of her films, she plays the schlumpy, slapsticky, overweight woman, and I like to see her play other characters because it proves to she's me that great she at, can. She's great at physical comedy. She is, but I don't need to see it every time. No, and it's kind of like if Chris Farley's career continued, it would have been like, alright, are you going to do something that's not like, exactly. I fell through a table, weep wop, like, physical comedy's great, but Chris Farley wouldn't really have that great of a career in 2018, just like all of his other friends from that era. Right. You, you know what I mean? It's, like, Yeah, physical comedy isn't really that... You have to do it right. But right. it's really not that, like... Um, I mean, she does have her physical comedy moment in the alleyway. Where but it's, it's like, not schlubby. No. And it's it's, it's yeah. just funny. It's, um, it's good. It's very well... That part was done. Okay, what else? Uh, okay, so hold on. Who do we... So we have Dana is Emily Blunt. Yes. Peter Venkman is... Her husband. Is John Krasinski. Yes. Are we saying that Jay Burrishell is Egon? Uh, no, I'd like to see Jack Black is Egon. The smart one? Oh, because you know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of in the... in the. Be Kind Rewind? No, I'm thinking of... I keep saying in the 2016 version, Egon is kind of kooky. Egon, yeah. He would he be would a weird pl- Egon. He would play it... He could play it smart, mm-hmm. but I think he would play it smart on the kooky side. He could do a good combination yeah. of Holtzman and Egon. Yes. Because Holtzman has this really cool... Re- quote-unquote redemption scene. Like I said, that really cool thing where she has, like, the pistol whips. Right. That's really cool. Egon doesn't... I mean, granted, it is also the 80s. No one does anything super cool. Egon just kind of is there, and he's kind of the, the like, the deadpan relief. Right. You know, Harold Ramis does not smile once in the entire movie. Aww. No, no, no. He chose to do that. He goes, Egon would never smile. Maybe he's a scientist. Yeah. This is serious stuff. Yeah. And I love it. But, okay, I, get, I don't know how I feel about Jack Black. Okay. Well, we don't... We'll take him out. Ready? Okay. Okay, we pushed bye. him out. Oh, bye. So... I just thought of who's, who's my Gozer the Gozerian. Okay, but we have to go one step at a time. Okay. So we've got... So who are we going to put in that position? We gotta of put Egon? Some, yeah. Somebody that can play smart. But not somebody too smart. So not Jay Burchell. Justin Long. Yeah. Maybe. Let's come back to Egon. 
actually, I know that you won't know this actor. Okay. okay? But he is from Ugly Betty. Okay. He's also in the Hallmark no, series. No, he's not going to be in the triple... The... No, no, listen. Okay. He's in the Hallmark series, Signed, Sealed, and Delivered, and he plays a very smart postal worker guy. Bill Hader. I don't like him. But... He would make a good Egon. He would make a great Egon. But the guy I'm thinking of, Eric, somebody or other... He's some Hallmark guy. Look at a Hallmark guy. could be in a big blockbuster movie. No, he couldn't. He's a Hallmark guy. But he was Ugly Betty for all those seasons that it was on. Whatever. That's... He could do it. No. Anyway, okay, fine. Put your guy. But you asked my opinion and then who, you didn't I, even I go. I forgot who we picked. The Hallmark guy. No, we didn't. <laughs> who did I just say? Eric, the Hallmark guy. No, I did not say Eric, the Hallmark guy. I yes, you did. Forgot who I said. So it's Eric the Hallmark guy. No, it's not. It's not Eric the Hallmark guy. Yeah, I forgot I what he said, said. I legitimately. It's forgot. all right. So it was like you just said it, you moron. <laughs> no, <laughs> you literally just. Said no, because I totally got you sidetracked with Eric, Eric the, the Hallmark, Hallmark guy. guy. I just forgot his name. Bill Hader. Yes, I don't like him. Yeah, but that's. But yeah. he could play it very well. Now, also, I know you're going to hate this. Okay. James Franco as Peter Venkman. Nope. And, but, now, I, just hold on. Not listening. Seth Rogen as Ray. No. Just because of how they play off of each other. Yep, nope. But, like, like, oh. they play together. Okay. I'm not listening. Jason Siegel. Uh, I like Jason Siegel. As Ray. Okay. Paul Rudd as Vankman. Nope. They could, I'm just trying to think of two comedic actors yep. that play off each but other no. very well. Nope. Why? I don't know. It doesn't, it's not going to work. I'm keeping Jason Siegel as Ray. You can keep sure. Jason, yeah, but we. So we've got Jason Siegel as Ray. Okay. We've got Bill Hader as Egon. Okay. You want to hear who my Gozer the Gozerian is? I'm well, so we're not done yet. Yeah, but I, I just want to say Gozer the Gozerian. Okay. Tilda Swinton. Ooh. <laughs> oh, she yeah. Because really, really? she plays re- creepy really well. Her face, she's got this great face for yeah, creepy. And she, sorry, Tilda Swinton, but really. I didn't mean it in a bad way. But you play creepy really well. She could play a great Gozer. Like, like, it'd be yeah. fun to be like, is that Tilda Swinton? It is. Okay, so... Do we have our cast? No, because no, you cause keep popping around. No, because I'm like, what about this person for Bankman? You're like, no. Well, okay, so... Well, Robert Downey Jr. No, too old. Okay. Uh, so who? So we have... who's so? Jason Segel is Ray Stance. Okay. Then we got Bill Hader is Egon. Yes, who do we have for Winston? He doesn't necessarily... You know what? I want to put Leslie Jones... Back as Winston? As Winston's niece. Like still... Okay, okay. So That's what on. I want to do. So I have a really good idea then. Okay. It's, so Egon, you're gone. Let's say it's, it. we're making a third one. No, but I. It doesn't have to be Ray, Ray Egon. We're saying let's do two of the original Ghostbusters. Yes. And then we're going to include two new recruits. Let's yes. Let's say one from Answer the Call. Okay. One completely new. Okay. Like a different, like a character that's not there. So I like the idea. Let's just say that Egon was still alive. Okay. I like the idea of bringing back Harold Ramis and Dan Aykroyd. Okay. We, Ernie Hudson is there as Winston, but maybe he's not Winston anymore. Like he, he just he's, he's not going to do it. He's old or something, tired. Bring in, bring in Patty as one of the new recruits. She's great. She's I like fantastic. her. She was very enjoyable. Who, bring in Oliver, the son. The, yep, I like that as the kind of new Peter Vankman. Oh, but I liked him as as the you like receptionist. Him as the receptionist. Yeah, I do. That was a great idea. Because then it's like Dana's like. And then, but you have the whole reveal of like, no, that's Peter Venkman's right, son. Right, exactly. Because that's the whole thing is like, is this Peter Venkman's kid? And they're like, I don't know. Right. Um, okay, so then, so we bring back Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis. Yes. Do we bring back Peter Venkman? Or do, it's kind of this ominous, like, how come he's not here? Yeah, that's an interesting. Because yeah. I like the idea of like, we need, we need like Venkman peace. We don't know where he went. And then he did what? He peed. He's just like bye. I thought you said he peed. He peed. I'm like I go pee on the floor. There um, you go. So so let's let's create a new just a new character that like okay. an actor that would do well as a Ghostbuster. Okay. Emma Stone. Mm. I like Kristen Wiig. I really did. I thought she did a great so you, job. So you she would just say a good crossover movie would be Kristen Wiig. Yes. Leslie Jones. Yes. Harold Ramis. Yes. And Dan Aykroyd. Yes. And maybe, maybe not Harold Ramis. Maybe, maybe we keep, wait, maybe it's only Dan Aykroyd. Yes. Because no Harold Ramis. No. Who do we replace Harold Ramis with? Do we bring back Holtzman or is it like another? No, because I didn't like Holtzman. You could have Egon have a kid. Have Egon have a kid with Janine. 
Oh, yeah, because they... And he'd be, like, kind of a... Like, he'd be about the same age as Oliver. Right, I think that would be really be cute. he'd be kind of, like, weird, like... But he'd be, like, the science. Outspoken. Yeah, I like that. He good. could almost be the opposite of Egon. Right. Like, he's the cool one. It's like, your dad's Egon? He's like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Now put James Franco in that role. As the son of Egon? Yeah. And yeah. Janine. Uh, so. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, just kind make of like, him that cool... Yeah, but it, yeah, because he he's totally cool, but he's also like he's way too smart. Right. Like he's like cool. He's like yeah, blah blah. blah. And he's kind of like you guys don't know that. Yeah. Like, who like, doesn't know that? Stupid. <laughs> yeah. He's not mean. No. But it's just like who doesn't know that? Exactly. Well, that's good. I like that. Let's watch that one. <laughs> Still, Tilda Swinton is Ghost of the Go- If it's not Ghost of the Gozarian, Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton is the bad guy in the in. And whatever, I love I love her as a bad person. So okay, yeah. so let's let's just do this. You only get to watch one. The original. Okay. Me the, too. Yeah, the original's amazing. The remake is fine. It's fine, but you need to watch the first one first, and then you'll sit through this, the remake and go, what? Yeah, and go, I mean, there, mm. there are parts that are fun. But it's not great. No. So, all right. So let's see what else. Um, do you want to talk about what you saw this week? Because I have something uh, to talk about. I watched The Meg. Oh, what'd you think of that? You are a big shark guy. I actually do like shark movies. Um, you don't like sharks personally in the ocean. No, you don't oh, want to be no. near them. Oh no! I would wet myself if I ever saw a but shark. But in the ocean, it wouldn't matter. I mean, like, <laughs> like yeah. But if you're in like the ocean near me, and all of a sudden you just see this big brown cloud near me, like what happened to Reuben? Oh, he crapped himself because a shark got like 15 feet with him. Did it come at him? No. It just was nearby. Nearby. He, he was done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, what did you think of the Meg? Don't give any spoilers. It's not... It could have been so much better. I'm pretty sure it's rated R. I legitimately don't remember. I don't know. But it it's Jason Statham fights a big shark. That's what you oh, need to Oh, it's Jason Statham? Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm going to get the shark. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do my job. And they're like, we need you for one last job. Fight the shark. He's like, I'm going to fight the shark. It's like, whatever. Okay? It's it's fine. Um, But it's a shark movie. It's a movie about a giant shark that eats people. Okay? Okay. And this is going to go against what I normally say. There's like zero gore in this movie. It makes no sense. Why is there no gore in a movie about a shark that eats people? Like, it's That's like... weird, yeah. It's like every time the shark eats someone, it just swallows them whole. It's like... Which is like fine, I guess, but like... And there's like one part where we see like a severed arm, but it's like... There should be just bits flying everywhere. Which, that's not really... Ruben wants his bits. I want him... I want... <laughs> I want those bits everywhere. Like, I, like, at one point, the shark is just going through his beach eating a bunch of people. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, no. And they'll just kind of run away. And it's like, and like some of them get eaten, but it's just like very poor <laughs> CG. <laughs> yeah. It's like Pac-Man. <laughs> That's what through, I was like, thinking, waka, waka, yeah. Waka, waka. It's like, like, it really, like, I didn't realize how much it bothered me that hmm. there wasn't gore in this giant, this movie about a giant shark. Huh. So you need They definitely there. stole a bunch of beats from Jaws or borrowed or, you know hinted at like there's there's a couple beats where i'm like that's just straight jaws well what is isn't the f- imitation is the sincerest form of flattery yeah, and it's it's not jaws but there's a bunch of references to jaws i mean they even there's one thing where they think they get the shark and it's the wrong shark that's in jaws right like it's it's fine it's just okay. it's whatever it really was disappointing but what it, it, it had some fun beats but okay well i talked about it last week mm-hmm. i did it yesterday Mm-hmm. I went to Three Below Theaters, which I love, and I went to the West Side Story sing-along. Mm-hmm. Love it. Okay, I had never seen it. Have you ever seen West Side Story? No. Okay, 1961, mm-hmm. um, starring Natalie Wood, who's passed away, and a bunch of other people, some that I knew, some that I didn't know. The one thing that I did realize while I was watching this film is it is... Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. I didn't know that. I really and truly didn't know that. And it didn't end the way I thought it I mean, I knew what was going to happen. Did they all die? I'm not going to tell you, because you've, if you've never seen West Side Story, you should see it. And if you ever have the opportunity to go to a sing-along, which there, I was sitting there going, there's music in here, but it's not a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was going, oh... That's, that's where this, this song, there was about four or five songs. And I'm like, that's where that came from. I didn't know that's where that came from. So we got our little props and that was really fun. Um, the next week, next weekend is Sound of Music sing-along. Don't know if I'm going to be able to go, but I'm looking forward to many, many more sing-alongs. 
Yeah. Because it's just, it's fun. It's a great way to spend a few hours and it's a great little theater and support small theaters. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's it. Okay. Should I go through our spiel? Yeah, go through the spiel. Okay. I'm scratching my eye real quick. Okay. Sorry. You didn't need to know that. Okay. No, I was like, whatever. Oh, no. I was like, what was that face? I thought you were upset with me. No, I don't care. Okay. We have an email. KTMAshow at gmail.com. We have a Twitter. It's KTMAshow on Twitter. We have a Patreon if you'd like to support our little tiny podcast. You didn't call it a baby podcast this time. Our little tiny baby podcast. There it is. Uh, Patreon.com slash KTMAshow. Okay, we have a Discord, which is on the notes. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't know. That's what you always say. It's on the notes. It's on the bio. Bio. We have... Whatever. Buy our very cute merchandise at Zazzle. Z-A-Z-Z-L-E dot com slash KTMA show. We have a Facebook. Did we say Facebook? I think I did. Uh, Kid Testimother approved on Facebook. And you've got something posted there. What do you mean? You've got it posted about, because we're doing the originals and the remakes. And that's where we're getting our ideas, right? Yeah, that's where we're getting, I mean. This first one you came up with because it's your favorite. Now this, we're not going to, I'm not going to say what it is yet, but the one that came up for this week is that something you came up with or did it come up on the thing i want to say that i saw it on the thing okay and let me tell you we'll talk about it when it comes so okay do we have any emails this week uh no okay nice quiet (laughs) week and that's okay well i mean we just we just recorded not too long ago so that's okay um all right you ready to talk about next week's thing which i'm a little scared why are you scared this is gonna be fun yeah but i can't watch it in the nighttime why What is that noise? What is that? Stop doing that. That it totally... No, actually it didn't. It was weirdly uncomfortable how much it didn't. Oh. Do you know what that is? What? What is that? It's the claw. That's my claw fingers. I'm excited for this. Because the original is so hokey. Oh, I love the original. But... And I think this is a case of, like, the original, like, blew up... But they did... They've done so many of these. Like, they try and remake a very... Fame. We're doing a horror movie. I mean, we just say that. Okay, and let me just say, I don't do horror. No. So you asked me, you were very kind, and you said, are you okay with this? I will be watching it in the daytime. I will mm. not be watching it at night. Or I'll be like, hi, Ruben, what you doing? Because I will be awake. Yeah. Um, should we just say what we're doing? Let's say it. Okay, I have to say first, before we say it, that this, I might have already said it, this is, was my very first R-rated horror film I ever saw. Mm-hmm. I went, it was in college... So it was probably 84, 85. Yeah. Went with my friends. Uh, never One, seen it before. Two, We're doing... Okay, I really it. loved it. Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm so excited. So I didn't realize that there was a remake. With Jackie O'Haley. I didn't realize that. It's fine. <laughs> okay, well, I'm excited to watch this. I also think this is very funny. That we're doing... the What was this week? Ghostbusters. And what's next week? Nightmare Before... No. Nightmare Nightmare on Elm Street. Street. I'm like, Nightmare Before Christmas. There was a fan film from like the early 2000s, late 90s Uh that was the Ghostbusters meet Freddy Krueger. Oh, funny. I didn't know that. Which is a fun concept. uh, And it's actually quote-unquote officially canon, quote-unquote, in the Ghostbusters universe because in the Ghostbusters game, there's a little picture on the wall Uh and it says like, to Uncle Egon from the character name. And that character is from the fan film. So it's like, oh, look, the, before he, be, you know, he's, when he's a right. kid, he draws him a little picture, but he becomes this Ghostbuster that fights Freddy Krueger. Well, there you go. Also, at Universal Studios, they did something, which I, this is, okay, in our in our metaphorical Ghostbusters sequel that, oh, we're back to that. that Donna okay. Rube made up, yes. here's how it would have ended it. Okay. okay? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, like, maybe this very important character dies. Or some, something happens where somebody dies. Yeah. And they, like, wake up and they're like, oh, what, what's happening? And there's just a book sitting on their nightstand. And they, like, look at it. And it's the paranormal guide to the recently deceased from Beetlejuice. And you just hear, showtime, from, like, off screen. It's like, oh. even if you never, ever, ever did Ghostbusters meets Beetlejuice. Right, that would be to. really fun. It's just, like, a fun, like, all right. And if they do a third one, they'll do a rock concert and Rick Springfield's doing the rock concert. Why, why is Rick Springfield there? Because he's good. Because I direct it and I say, That's Rick right. Springfield, you're the new Ghostbuster. 
That's right. No, they said a Ghostbuster in, where in the other one, they went to this the OzFest. Well, yeah. this one's going to be a giant Rick Springfield concert. Because. Cause, and it would have been a bunch of old ladies. And they would have been like, are these ghosts and, or old people? <laughs> and Ruben. And me. <laughs> um, hello. I love my mom, so I do this all the time. Um, so, okay. So we're doing... But they did that at Universal Studios. They had this whole show when I was oh, a kid. Oh, I'm sorry. We okay. never, I don't think we ever saw it. But it was like the Ghostbusters get this call, and they're like, whoa, what are we going to do? And all of a sudden you hear like, Dale, and, it, and Beetlejuice comes out. And it's <gasps> so like this fun cool. show of Ghostbusters meet fight Beetlejuice. I want that. Uh, that would be I so fun. I would love a comic of that. I would love anything of that. The Ghostbusters have met the Ninja Turtles in comics. The Ghostbusters have met themselves in comics. Like, right. I want that. I love. I want more crossovers because they're. I mean, they're whole starting to do that too with that rumor of the MIB, which now it's not happening. Right. But it was the Men in Black meets Twenty One Jump Street. Oh. It's been officially canned. Now okay. it's a complete reboot, or not a complete reboot of Men in Black, but Chris Hemsworth. Okay. Yay! Let's go see it. What? <laughs> He's kind of cute. Oh my gosh! All right. So next week is Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm excited because the remake is not. It's pretty generic well let's see because i i have to tell you also i love robert england oh robert england's the best i mean he is so so good but jackie rohaley is like he's fine yeah I, and I they definitely give him more of a backstory okay but it's like it's pretty it's pretty generic well that's okay let's yeah. give it a shot and then we'll just go from there all right we'll see you guys next week with what is it called nightmare on elm street nightmare on elm street okay bye guys bye